It's that time again. Time to catch up with family. Time to share that home cooking that you've been craving. And yes, time to update your COVID vaccines. Updated vaccines now protect against the original COVID virus and Omicron. They're here just in time to make those family gatherings safer and extra special. Schedule your free vaccine today. Find updated COVID vaccines for everyone 5 plus at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I never intended on even showing my face or making content. I was making static content, meaning... What's static content? It wasn't dynamic. It wasn't moving. It wasn't reels. It was just... I was doing food illustrations. Justin, that is called a photo. Yes. (laughs) I tried to make it sound way cooler than it was. What the fuck is a static? A static. This is how I know you content creators are in the world of your own. You call a picture static content. Well, you know... Welcome to The Worst Asian Podcast, where a couple Asian-American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. I am here all by my goddamn self today because um, I'm not shitting on Ben like I normally do. Ben is actually out with some personal stuff right now, so we had this thing set up. And God bless Ben. God bless his situation. I'm wishing for the best for him. So um, the fact that he's not here, don't shit on him. Don't come at him on social media. Unless you just miss him. If you miss him, you can just DM him, say that you miss him. But I am here by myself. So right now, until I introduce my two guests, I'm just awkwardly talking to myself. I was going to ask Ben. I had this whole shtick in the beginning with asking Ben, how do we choose who to, who to introduce first? We're just picking my first Pokemon. We're doing an episode today on social media and specifically food because Ben consumes a lot of food. So between Ben and now I realize I'm making fun of Ben when he's not even here. <laughs> <laughs> um... These two voices that you hear are two people on the internet, but before I introduce them, how do I decide who to introduce first? Do we just go by metrics that the internet cares about, or do we just go by who I actually met first? I think who who started their Instagram first. Who started their Instagram first? Yes. Okay, you're trying to be nice to him, so I'm going to skip him. I'm going to go to you first, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? Because I'm all by myself and I don't want to do these weird intros, I'm just going to let them do the intro. Johnny, who are you? What do you do? What's your handle on, in, on the internet? And most importantly, how many followers do you have? Ooh. Hello, everyone. My name is Johnny Baisa. Instagram handle is JohnnyEatsNYC. And I think right now I have about 112,000 followers. 112,000 followers, my guys. Uh, just for people that follow us, Ben and I, on social media, we have 1,000 followers. So you take that number, you times it by 100, and then you get close to what uh, Johnny has over here. This is all basically a dick measuring contest. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin, do you want to tell me about yourself? Same question. Who are you? What's your handle on the interwebs? And how many followers do you have? Sure. My name is Justin Wu. Uh, my Instagram handle is at HungryArtistNY. And I lose this dick measuring contest. <laughs> I have a little over, I believe, 79,000 followers right now. Question to both of you. Is the amount of followers you guys both have the first thing anyone actually cares about when they find out that you do what you guys do? I think it's a pretty common question. Oh, you do like food vlogging or you do whatever you do, content creation. How many followers do you have? And yeah, I answer the question, but I always tell people that it obviously, it matters from a perspective that a lot of brands look at it. Uh, mostly also engagement rates. Like if your engagement's high, that matters the most. If your followers are high, but you have no engagement, it's really yeah. probably not going to matter. What do you mean by engagement though? Because some people on the internet who just like dabble in it for personal reasons mm-hmm. don't know what the hell that actually means. I'm talking about like how many people are seeing your post, actually sharing it, saving it. And yeah. likes likes look great, but mainly now I, I think Johnny would probably agree, but like who's saving it, who's sharing it with other people, who's commenting on it? Mm-hmm. Are you building a community? Are you actually bringing some type of real life tangible impact with your content versus just have it as like something Who's on got the, the biggest numbers right yeah okay okay overall numbers yeah that is a legitimate answer it also sounds like you're trying to defend the fact that you have less followers <laughs> yeah i'm just trying <laughs> to tell you that my dick isn't that small <laughs> he's a grower he's, i'm growing slowly grower. <laughs> late growth spurts still you act like you're still going through puberty or something <laughs> yeah puberty on social media that's basically what we're talking well, about you here. know you know let me say something i've always been the youngest person in my grade because i have a december birthday okay so i've always been you know the later developer so yeah i still got some growing to do 
As a side note, I had Justin put on some earbuds when we were setting up for this recording. This man could not figure out how to put earbuds into his ears. Like my four-year-old son, I had to actually go up to him, take the <laughs> earbuds and like wrap it around his earlobe and actually pop the thing into his ear. My wife's a teacher and she always says how like, oh, you know, I had to help this kid today with these directions. I'm like, I feel that kid because <laughs> I don't know shit either. So like... <laughs> Um, how about you, Johnny? Like, do you ever get people that come up to you at the first question is basically how many followers you have? All the time. I think when you bring up the conversation that, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Even if I don't mention that I'm a food influencer blogger, they're just like, how many followers you got? It's right. like it's almost like a judgment thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's your credit score? <laughs> I'm not telling you my credit score, but I'll tell you my followers. So I always tell them. I, I just show them and then they're all just like, oh, wow, 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 wow. But then I feel like sometimes when you do that, they treat you different. How so? Based on how many you have. Like, yeah. for example, like, if someone saw my my followers, 112,000 versus like, let's say somebody with just 1,000, they might treat me better. You're, you're talking about me. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I literally have 1,000 followers. 4,000. Okay, right? fine. 4,000. Thank you. Thank you. 4,000. <laughs> Not subtle. <laughs> I feel like, because I, I feel like I'm guilty of that too. I would look at my favorite creators and I'm just like, oh, wow, they, they figured it out. They know what to do. They're amazing. But then there's somebody who's just as talented, who mm-hmm. may have just started. And they have like 50 followers. Yeah. Do you think like some of it is just the fact that other people, not to say that this is true of you guys, but like some people just pop off at the right time because either they're making the right content at the right exact time and it just happens to catch the algorithm. Is there a part of it that is luck? I think I think luck definitely is a factor, but you also make your own luck. Going mm. back to your thing about someone that just started and having less followers. I met Johnny when he probably had under a 500. I mean, he was really nice. Like he hit me up and he actually came to support one of my food art events, oh, like nice. one of the pop-ups and yeah. like I saw his content, like we watched his content together that day and I was I told him straight up and he'll tell you this. I was like, "Oh, you're going to blow up and you're going to blow up really fast." How can you tell that though? Cuz the content was just good, the quality and he he has videography experience. I don't. Oh, okay. So like his perspectives, like it took me a long time to kind of kind of understand like Maybe I should grab this content. Maybe I should shoot it this way. From day one, his content was consistent. And we had gotten on the phone several times before we met in person just mm-hmm. to talk about like what I've noticed. Because what yeah. I was able to provide just as a friend was just like things I've noticed over time, like content topics or just general advice. Yeah. But like I told him, if you just keep hitting social media with what you're bringing to the table, people are going to appreciate the perspective that you bring. And I remember telling him when... He had, he started, and then he started like really getting exponential growth. And at a certain point, I remember telling him when we were out eating empanadas, I was like, and he's obviously a humble guy, but I was just like, yo, like from a follower's perspective, like you're going to blow me out of the water really fast because mm-hmm. first of all, you're doing episodes, which is interesting. Secondly, I see how you make things and that's just what I saw. Is this one of those things where in like a really shitty Kung Fu movie, the uh, <laughs> sensei is no longer the sensei. The and, student and surpasses the, the master. Exactly, exactly. Sifu. Yeah, <laughs> Sifu. Yeah. So Johnny yeah. should be calling you Sifu. Uh, no, nah, I, I, I wouldn't should. say that. I mean, I mean, like I, I definitely was there to just, I was hel- down to just help as a friend. Yeah. And like also I had, I always pick his brain too. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm learning, right? Like again, he has videography experience. I don't. I mm-hmm. just have ideas. I would say I'm a creative. What kind of content do you both create? So for those that don't know you or have not heard of you, how do you describe the content that you make, Johnny? For me, I tell them that I do episodes. I go to restaurants and review, but I do cheap eats. I was discovered really by my cheap eats episodes, and I think the common misconception is that New York City everything's expensive. Yeah. That was kind of a challenge when I was trying to figure out what to do with my channel. So I am kind of known as that cheap eats guy now. Is that a good or a bad thing? Initially, it was bad because I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just it just wasn't part of my plan. It was okay. everything was an accident. This whole year was an accident. <laughs> you coming to this place right now too? This is an accident. Be here with me. It, my life is an accident. Is an accident. Yeah. <laughs> why, why would you choose to come to the worst? I couldn't get the emails to the best ones, <laughs> so I, I, got, I got this one. I was like, yeah. "Oh, these guys probably the, 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 the one, the one with a thousand followers." Yeah, yeah, to like yeah. divide by a hundred times. I looked at it. I was like, "One k." Oh, oh, the yeah, golden ratio. Like, <laughs> the 112,000 to 1,000 ratio. That was the golden ratio. Yeah, best podcast was like 4 million, bro. I was like, <laughs> I can't. There's no way. They'll just skip my yeah. stuff. So Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. You had nowhere else to go to, so that, that's why you're here. <laughs> yeah, so I chose it. <laughs> what the hell was my question to you? Oh, <laughs> oh the cheapy stuff. <laughs> what kind of content you make? <laughs> so, so I do all food. Everything is food. Restaurant reviews. Mm-hmm. I come in. I, I share my favorites. All my favorites. Yeah. And if there's something bad, rarely it happens. But 
I try not to mention it. Okay. Because I, I just want to do all positivity. I don't do ratings. And actually, it's something that Justin told me. In the beginning, if you see my episodes, it's all about like, oh, I rate this four out of five. You were a Yelper. Yeah, because- You were one of those <laughs> shitty Yelpers. I was a shitty Yelper. Yeah. And so- He wasn't even Yelp Elite, And I'm though. not That's trying to like shit no. on people that are Yelp Elite. I'm not shitting on you. I love you. This is just a joke. <laughs> this is a joke. Not me. I don't, even, I don't even know if I have an account. But when I met Justin or- Maybe a month later or so, he was the one that says, hey, take a look at these big accounts that are very successful. What's something you notice? And it's something that they don't rate any food. They just show you the best oh. that that place has to offer. And he was like, you should consider not doing that anymore because if you blow yeah. up, that's... It's going to make you look bad. Yeah. Ratings like, are subjective too. Exactly. exactly. That yeah. really stuck to me. Subjective. Yeah. Everything is subjective. Like how so. do you rate... If you're doing pizza, right? How do you compare pizza to Chinese food? And... If you are doing pizza, you need a pizza scale, but then you have Neapolitan versus like thin crust. Versus are you breaking it down to like right? hydration levels yeah. of dough? You're probably not. It's really easy. I mean, and, and you know, it's okay to do ratings. Like it's just not my thing, but I'm just saying if you're calling something a seven out of 10 or eight out of 10, mm -hmm. to me, it's very subjective one. And it doesn't really get into deep substance because it could mean anything. Yeah, and you're making enemies probably. I'm like, people are just facilitators. Like, I see myself as a facilitator. When I say that I like this, it's because I liked it. It doesn't mean you have to like it. Right, it's just your own personal take on something. And I will never say something's the best. I'm just saying, hey, I thought this was really good and really interesting and or has some type of cultural value yeah. and maybe you should try it. Speaking of uh, cultural values, your content, Justin, is a slight bit different. Yeah, so my story, I guess it's a little different in that it was also a happy accident, right? So mm -hmm. like, I never intended on even showing my face or making content. I was making static content, meaning... What's was, static content? It wasn't dynamic. It wasn't moving. It wasn't reels. It was just... I was doing food illustrations. Justin, that is called a photo. <laughs> yes. I tried to make it sound way cooler than it was. <laughs> what the fuck is a static? A static. This is how I know you content creators are in the world of your own. You call a picture static content. Well, you know, <laughs> no, it might be from my um, consulting background because you always try to add value. So I was like, what sounds better than the photostatic content? <laughs> this guy, this guy. Sorry, yeah. you were saying? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, so like I was making food illustrations. Restaurants were closed during the pandemic and I love to illustrate. So I was making food illustrations and posting it online. And then when restaurants started to open, some people took notice. I started to bring my illustrations in to fundraise money or also gift them to small business owners, do features online. Yeah, It was really a charity concept. I oh, opened nice, my website nice, for nice. charity at the time. But what ended up happening was I was visiting so many restaurants. I watch a lot of like food vloggers online and I was like, I won't lie. At first I was like, man, this might be cringeworthy. Like I'm showing my face. I'm like doing stuff I never thought I would do. Like it might be weird. But eventually I found it to be really fun. It was a different creative outlet. And I was just filming organically off my phone. And, and you were telling me before this was which phone? Uh, so I started with the iPhone 8. <laughs> iPhone 8. You started with an iPhone 8 in which year? In 2000? So I kicked this off April 2021. And I started filming videos way later in that. Like maybe like four or five months later. Oh, what do you call a uh, video? What's a fancy term for video? Dynamic content. <laughs> Dynamic. Dynamic content. Multiple static. Yeah. <laughs> Post- Exponentially static. Exponential static yeah. posts. Exponential yeah, yeah. static posts just <laughs> yeah. flashing across each other. <laughs> yeah. Just a quick side question. What do you prefer to be called, guys? I say influencer sometimes. I say in food enter because I'm a dad, so I like dad jokes. I like content creator, <laughs> social media personality, yada, yada. Like, what is the term that you would prefer to be called? I think just content creator for me. Really? Yeah. I started off as a videographer. I mean, I don't really get called that now. So I think content creator is, is better. It's less cringeworthy. I don't know. The idea of being an influencer. Why is that cringeworthy? So I have input on that, right? Yeah. I prefer content creator as well, or just creative. I do a lot of different things, mm -hmm. I would say. But I think the reason why we think that is because influencer has taken on the stereotype. Honestly, I think it's unfair for me and Johnny to like look at it and be like cringeworthy. I say the same thing, but mm -hmm. that's because we've got, it's gotten the stigma. Honestly, anybody that influences anything is an influencer. It doesn't matter how many followers you have, but mm -hmm. the only thing is just that I think when people hear that buzzword, they're like, oh, you're this like person that does fashion or mm -hmm. like you do uh, skincare products and you sell oh, and yeah, you do yeah. promo codes, you have affiliate links. And, right, right, right. And that's fine. Like, like you're trying cool. to sell something to someone. Yeah. That and, is your main and, thing. And people think it's like some of it's fake per se. I would say like, you mean some, like the creators are just faking it for them. It's like an image. And I think it's received like if you Google influencer, you find tons of articles where it's like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. But I don't believe that. I mm -hmm. think 
there's so many great influencers. You read articles sometimes where it's like, this person used their platform for such an amazing cause. Mm -hmm. I do prefer content creator, but that's only because the, the phrase content creator, the role, it gets actually respected. It's like almost like, oh, you're creating content, but yeah. people wrap influencer into this whole different realm, which is actually very unfair. What's that Instagram uh, account that's like influencers in the wild or something? I secretly want to be featured on that do one you? day. I'm not on there, but yeah. I want to get be on there one day. I think I do it enough now that I have a higher chance than when I was just not a content creator. <laughs> I almost said the word. I feel like it might happen because the yeah. most, the more you're out there, we're out there filming all the time in the so-called wilds, right? <laughs> in the wild, the concrete jungle of New York. Yeah. Whoa. Plus, that account, the content on that account is publicly sourced from other yeah, people, right? It's, yeah, just, it's not just people. one guy. Yeah, yeah it's yes. like a bunch of people. It's, it's people submitting and tagging them, and they're reposting it. So, like, if someone were to recognize Johnny, they'd be like, "Oh, that's Johnny Eats, right?" Yeah. And then um, they tag him and be like, "Oh, look at Johnny, right?" So the more you film, it's just bound to happen. I've seen like people I know on it and I'm like, oh, that's funny. That is kind of funny because oh, wow. I was going to ask, what is the EDC? What is the everyday carry of a person who does like food content? You've got your iPhone 8. <laughs> that sweet middle spot. That I do have an iPhone 12 now. It's not even news, but it is a 12. The 8's still there though, no? I don't know. <laughs> so I eight, hope not. That's like for eight. B-roll? <laughs> I don't know if you want to use that for B-roll. My video quality was not good on the iPhone 8. You have your phone, and then you have that brick that you guys carried. The brick. The brick. Like the, the sun, <laughs> pocketable form. What is that thing? It's just a portable light. And I'll, it's funny. I told myself, I was like, yo, I will never get one of those influencer lights. Word for word, influencer I said Influencer lights. And then one day I realized, oh, shit. I am an influencer. <laughs> and I need an influencer light. And it's funny. It's like he knows my real light, which I have in my tote bag over there. Like, yeah. I do have a small brick. Yeah. But I also have like a legit DSLR attachment that I just literally bring around for real shoots. And that, How that thing's bright obnoxious. Is that thing? It's pretty bright. I don't know the wattage, but it's oh, yeah. bright. I can get pretty bright like this. And Justin's light is kind of like a, a an iPad Air versus, <laughs> versus my iPhone 8 size ones. Yeah. It's huge. Fight for your case. Why do you guys need that light? Well, some restaurants are very dim. Plus, also, you need consistent lighting. And so if you do a lot of shots, even indoors, I mean, during the day indoors, it's going to be grainy. So we try to get as high quality of a footage, dynamic stills as, as possible, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly that's it. That's the new term of the day, dynamic stills. Versus dynamic stills. stills. I'm a dynamic still creator. No, I mean, like, that's why I got <laughs> it. Because I started realizing, I tried it once and I was like, oh, this makes a huge difference. Yeah, because you can see. <laughs> they can see what I'm filming. And I'm like, oh, that's why every person does it. Oh, I'm not I'm not above that. Like, I, I okay. need this if I'm going to upgrade my content. Have you been in a situation where you're in a regular restaurant? It's not like a paid gig or anything. And you're just there eating food. And you bring out this mini sun from your pocket. And the person next to you who's just trying to have a nice meal is like, dude, can you turn that shit off? Oh, that's never oh. happened to me. No? No. A lot of looks. They always look. They look. I can hear them saying it. <laughs> The silence is astounding. <laughs> is it yes. looks of judgment or is it looks of curiosity? Both. Yes. Both. <laughs> Both. Yeah. You got to be shameless though. So that's yeah. the thing, right? I'm starting to realize like influence in the wild, that's a real thing because you have to be shameless. You're literally filming off of phone and your camera eats first and you're holding this obnoxious light. And yeah. trust me, I try to be very mindful when I do like restaurant collabs. Like mm -hmm. I try to be in the corner because I'm not trying to flash my light in anybody's faces. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not trying to get anybody's face without anybody's permission. I try to ask for permission um but yes if it's like organic then you definitely get looks when i go to street food vendors which i do a lot or like when i go to mom and pops like mm. i'm just there buying my own food and doing my own thing and and people are like oh this dude's he's uh, there you could tell from their face like oh this guy looks like he might be a tiktoker <laughs> he's, oh, one he's one of those he's one of those yes. oh i do want to talk about that you guys are primarily on instagram i would say yeah yes yeah i, I started only on instagram so now i'm i'm slowly I have a TikTok, but it's, it's nowhere near as active. But tomorrow, actually, um, I'm starting my YouTube channel. Are you? What's the yes. name of your YouTube channel? Same thing. Same exactly. consistent. Johnny Keep it consistent. NYC. Yeah, yeah. Same type of thing. Same type of story. But what I'm excited about is long form. That way I can go deep dive into detail of who this person is, what do they offer, the story behind the restaurant. Yeah. So I'm not restricted in that 60 seconds or less. You know, that's actually smart. Yesterday, I was talking with Stephanie Wu. She's the editor-in-chief over at Eater. They have the website for long-form written. What's a fancy word for written content, Justin, please? 
Long form verbiage. And it's static. Verbiage. And it's static. It's static. The words Long form move. static verbiage. <laughs> so Damn. she was telling me about like, you can do a piece on something and because you have so much material there that you can create long form written content, you can create a YouTube video for their YouTube channel. They can create short term content for their social mm-hmm. media. Sometimes you might have a video that goes off on one platform, but on the other one, no one even looks at it. So I also have a TikTok. I'm still figuring it out. Like it's a little under 30,000 right now. But this is what I've noticed about TikTok. And, and maybe people will disagree, but my personal experience is like you could really hit big on one video. Yeah. And that will just like, you could increase fast overnight. You could still do that with reels, but I feel like TikTok, like the boom and bust is like mm-hmm. way bigger. I have noticed my content currently doesn't perform as well on TikTok. And yeah. I don't think it's necessarily the, the editing style. I think there's you think some it's the length because I always joke with people. TikTokers have the shortest attention spans. They do. They they do. But mm. I've seen like some of my friends on TikTok that like do really well. They have the video length is like longer as well. But I feel like sometimes their videos don't perform well on reels as well. Mm-hmm. The exact piece of thing. The algorithm. I feel like the TikTok changed a little bit because like it used to push my content out a lot. Now it doesn't. I think I need to like study and actually modify how i'm voicing things how i'm maybe sequentially cutting scenes and yeah. things like that it's something i'm considering and i've actually i kid you not the last three days the last three nights i've just been up on tiktok what do you mean consuming content studying you call that studying my wife <laughs> wife calls that sleeping in bed <laughs> nah. falling asleep well i would say like i knew though like i literally got into bed and was like all right like i need to figure this out this is a challenge right and that's mm-hmm. the thing you always got to be flexible so for me, it's like challenge accepted. Like I'm not doing as well as I can on TikTok. How do I get better? And so I've been studying and figuring out what can I do slightly differently mm-hmm. because I'm not going to blame the algorithm. Algorithm can be a beast, but like it's not the algorithm. Like, Everyone hates the algorithm though. Yeah. It gets shit down so much. Algo from- is the least popular kid in class. Don't name your kids Algo. I mean, nobody <laughs> does that shit anyways, but like don't do that. <laughs> Algo treated me right in the beginning. <laughs> Algo doesn't like me right now, but... You guys put in all this effort. What happens like when you shoot a piece of content, you edit it, you do the studying, you do all this prep work, think it's going to be a banger, you post that shit up, you get like two likes. Two likes? Whatever Man. your metric of... Actually, you know what? Johnny you know, was like disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mic drop. You don't have the answers. What is bad for you? I'm just curious. Like, Let's say it's Instagram, yeah. it's a reel. What is a bad metric? Okay, I think a bad metric would be if my video doesn't reach 10,000 views within like two or three hours... Then I'm like, something's wrong. 10,000 views within two or three hours is bad for you, Johnny. Yes. I'll be Justin. So I've noticed my content has a slow burn, but it has kind of like longevity. So like if my content doesn't get like 10,000... 10,000 views. Yeah. And like a day, then mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, okay. But I, sometimes I know. I, I usually am kind of knowing that like this video I did not make for views. I kind of just made it because I liked it. Okay. Like I do art. Like yeah. not everybody's always interested in my art, you know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're more interested in food. But like I look at it in weeks. If something is just has flatlined at fifty thousand views, then I'm like, oh okay, it's it's okay. It's not bad. But like really what I aim for is like six figures over time. Over time, like over like, I've noticed my videos have a slow burn. And actually a lot of part a lot of brands I work with have said that and they like it because there's long-term potential. Is it possible for those platforms to give you like, let's say it's not that good in the first day or so, is it ever happened where in like a week or so then it just pops off? So even if for that, that example I had, two, three hours, the whole day, it's under 10K. The lifespan of a reel is I think around six weeks on average. That's much longer than I would have thought. Yeah. So going back to what he said earlier, like I studied Instagram. I studied my favorite creators before I started my account. He was one of them. Oh, yeah. You're I not just at, saying that because he's in front of you. Maybe. Thanks. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take it. I'll take it. Don't tell him. Don't tell so, him. My dick just grew a little bit. A little bit. Puberty. <laughs> it's growing. See, grow, I told Puberty. you I grow. He's a slow burn. So, <laughs> slow burn. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're saying... <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> I studied the best foodies that I found. Justin mm-hmm. was one of them. And I said, what is he doing right? Because he's growing. He has X amount of followers. And his videos has high engagement. And I looked at other people and like, just going back to what he said, like at night when everything's quiet, I studied, I take notes and I took little pieces from each of these people. I stole them and then created my own thing. And now people are like, oh, I love your style. But the secret is I stole little pieces here and there. Would you say steal is the right word? 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I, was I gonna think say, everyone still has a negative connotation. There, there's a book called Steal Like an Artist. And that book changed my perspective as a creator right. because nothing is original. Because you're taking a, a bunch of pieces that you like from other people. Exactly. I think there as long as you that. give credit and also you're not stealing in a way it's just like the same piece. Like yeah. I'm not going to Johnny's page and going like, oh, Johnny did this. It was so creative. Let me do it the same way. And let me say the same exact things that Johnny yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that's yes. not cool probably if you don't credit them. But I'm saying like, it's inevitable. We all consume content. When I go on YouTube, I binge yeah. YouTube like food, like, you see how people cut things and yes, that's long form and now we have shorts, right? And then right. I've told people before, like everyone kind of has, not everyone, but a lot of people have a similar formula. It's how you present to that formula, how you kind of put your assets together, your resources, yeah. like your scenes, your, your narration. And then, but it kind of follows, everything has a hook. Everything has some type of transition, whether you're actually doing some type of highly edited transition or it's just clean everything involves communication and how do you evoke that so the question i had before was like if you do have a piece of content that flops how does that make you feel especially if it's something that you spend a good amount of time on that you thought fit all the criteria checked all the boxes as to what it should be and it still flops so obviously it sucks but like i've started to realize that it doesn't bother me as much anymore you're just saying that no seriously like it, it definitely sucks and i think if something flops, it doesn't really bother me. But if four videos flop in a row, as in like, it's getting 50,000 views and I want like six figures to a million. Hey, by the way, guys, I want 50,000 views. So uh, if you're listening, please just keep playing my <laughs> shit on replay. <laughs> Grab your husband's phone, your wife's phone, this mad. Sorry, Justin, you were saying? No, you're, that's cool. Like, it's almost disappointing sometimes, to be honest, when it's like, if it just sticks, if it just peaks at 50 to 60, I'm like damn that could have been like way better and mm. but what i'll do is i'll look at it and i'll be like okay you'll try to figure out what went wrong there and yeah it still did well per se but it just could have been better i could have done a better job and i look at what i said i'm like oh okay i think the way i communicated mm-hmm. could have been better like i did two street food videos recently that in my head i was like yo i want as many people as possible to see this because these vendors really deserve yeah, that support yeah. mm-hmm. i mean it's still growing but like it's been i think a week and it's at like 50 mm-hmm and I'm just kind of like, no, I want six figures if possible because I want people to go. But I, I looked back at what I said and I was like, you know what? I think I should have gotten to the point a little faster. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to learn. And yeah. for me, it's more about taking it in a stride. TikTok too. It hasn't really been pushing my recent content. So I'm like, I was talking to Johnny this morning. I was like, yo, I think I may have figured out some things I'm doing wrong. Let me let me implement it, see if it works. If it doesn't, back to the drawing board, but that's mm-hmm. fine. I'm not going to blame the algorithm. How about you, Johnny? Do you cry when something goes wrong? I used to cry a lot. Nothing was wrong. I just cried. <laughs> <laughs> but now, yeah, I used to. I used to really get bothered by. Oh man, this thing's not. It's not doing well. It sucks. People hate me now. But now it's more so like I go in before I hit publish. I just, I just think like I did my best. Yeah. And if it doesn't perform well, like what Justin says, you look at the piece of content and you kind of see where things would go wrong. And you can look at your insights too if you want to go that deep. Like I know for YouTube, you can see like where people are watching and where YouTube they YouTube is crazy, yeah. Because I heard like you find that where people stop at a video and or where they replay like a certain segment of a video. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I do this too for stories. Like for stories, it'll tell you if a certain piece of content is, is good. If they left or they just clicked there, they clicked on the link or they just skipped there, just exited the whole thing. But for now, it doesn't really bother me as much if something flops. But it does help because now I'm now more motivated to just be like, how could I have improved? What could I have done better with this yeah. video going to the next one? But I think that's always the mindset. How do we improve? It's tough to live on the internet, whether you're creating content or you're just posting like pictures of your kid and shit, because there's always people online that just want to like bring you down or like haters. There's so much negativity. You guys ever get that? All the time. All the time. I see it like almost, every, not, I wouldn't say every day, but like, it's very frequent. I see it every week. Yeah, you mean sure. like comments, right? Yeah, comments yeah. and people will DM you and say like wild stuff. You know what someone said actually <laughs> recently? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I, I'm an illustrator too. So like I, I made these shirts focusing on like New York City iconic foods. Yeah. Look, you know, it's got like a bagel on it. It has like pizza on it. New York City Greek Anthora coffee cups. You that's know? the blue and white cup. Yes, people the iconic yeah, cup, yeah. you know, hot dog, of course. Like, you know, it's pretty iconic in New York with the vendors yeah. and also Coney Island. And somebody DM'd me. And usually they don't DM you, but this guy DM'd me. He's like, you're not hungry artist. You're a greedy artist because you didn't put Chinese takeout on this. And if it's if there's no Chinese takeout on it, I'm not going to buy it. 
Huh. I read that comment and I actually just was like, I mean, that made just it made me laugh because yeah. first of all, I'm Asian. I'll do anything to rep Asian food, but of I'm course. just like, look, that's so subjective, and and I'm an artist, right? Like I'm interpreting things my way. Look, I'm not gonna say that Chinese food isn't iconic, but for New York, like, come on. Technically, Chinese food is across everywhere, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there are certain things like a bagel. You can't find good bagels everywhere. Yeah, you can. That's like, true. You can find good Chinese fast food. You can't food find good pizza everywhere either. You don't find the Greek coffee cups everywhere either. I just, I didn't really respond because it wasn't, I didn't find it to be worth my time, but mm. people will just complain about everything. And hey, he had a great idea. I have been wanting to make like a shirt with like Chinese takeout boxes yeah. on it. I think it'd be really dope, but I'm like, damn, like if you don't want to buy it, don't buy just it. Just don't buy it. Yeah. Just leave. It's get out fine. of here. Unfollow me if you want. Dude, like that's yeah. cool. That's my thing. Like I don't get why people on the internet have so much fucking time. Dude, there are so many things you could be doing with your time than to like put someone else down, right? And if you don't like the food, you don't like someone's piece of content, just don't watch it again. Leave me, yeah. please. Yes. If they have constructive criticism, that's a completely different thing, right? A mm-hmm. lot of times it's like off topic too. Well, I should say on topic, but off topic. Like an example would be I've done a few videos on Korean fried chicken. Like I love Korean fried chicken. Yeah. I have never said Korean people invented fried chicken. I did not talk about oh, the yeah, fried chicken yeah. origin story. Look, shout out to like the actual story, right? Which most people say, you know, it came to Korea from like um, black veterans from like the army. Yeah. But I got so many comments going like, why do you call it Korean fried chicken? And I'm like, because it's Korean fried it's chicken. The batter's Korean a little people. different. The, yeah. the double frying's a little different. I'm not saying it's invented by Korean people. Yeah. I'm not even Korean. So are you saying that because I'm Asian and you assume I'm taking credit? If my co-host uh, Ben was here, he always says Korean people, and this is from him. He's Korean. So this is me as a Chinese guy saying this. Please don't come at me. But he always <laughs> says like Korean people are great at taking other people's shit and just making it better. How about you, Johnny? Like when you know. have these shitty people on the internet, do you keep crying in that corner of yours? Well, like I mentioned earlier, I cry a lot. So that's like the baseline normal for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, just like, open my door and I'm crying. I'm like, oh, nice. Come <laughs> in and I'll free your beer. Yeah. So when I first started, when I actually got my huge boom, I got so many hate DMs and comments. But it was never like, I feel like Justin's is very heavy kind of hate. Mine's kind of just, well, it's still heavy. It's racist. It was just a lot of like, F you, you eat rats. Yeah, I get yeah. that too. Like I that mean, kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, be more original, right? Yeah, like, I'm just at like, least come at me with like some better thing. I just roll my eyes at yeah. that point. Like the funniest one was like, it wasn't on me, but it was my friend, our friend Vinny. Someone commented on the same exact restaurant and the comment was like, oh, no wonder the cat population is so low in that area. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was just, it's so wrong, but that made me laugh. I mean, yeah. I just shrug these off. Yeah. I get it every point. time I do content in Chinatown or Flushing, which I do a lot of yeah. content for, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, okay. That's fine. If you're going to say some racist shit, just be creative about it. Like, give me your best punch, right? And like, there's been times where it was just such a lazy comment. I've just pinned it. And I just let the community, <laughs> like, and then they get like really, um, they start like saying, oh, like, you pin my comment. And then they try to like act, you know, very tough because they're e-bullies, right? And then I just, I mean, I'm not going to go into detail, but there's been a few times where I actually just responded because I was like, I broke it down just as concisely as I could about yeah. why your comment is lazy, <laughs> why you're ignorant, and why people are coming at you. There was this guy, I'll give you an example. There was a guy that said something like, something about COVID, I don't remember it that well, like, oh, they eat bat soup, something about that. And his, I looked at his bio, I rarely do this, but I clicked on his page okay. out of curiosity. And it was and not I, private? Well, he was private. They're, always, they're nearly always private. But, but his bio, bio was like, living and learning. So I just like, Sunned the shit out of him. And I'm like, yo, your bio is living and learning. And what the fuck have you learned? Yeah. Because this is what you said. And I just broke it down and pinned his comment. And then he acted like, oh, he's like, yo, like, oh, you know, he pinned my comment. I achieved what I wanted to do. And then I check his bio again. He changed his bio. Oh, did he? Because like, guess what? Stop living, stop learning. <laughs> yeah. he, I love Justin Wu. He got <laughs> he got shook. And I'm just like, look, Damn. okay, if you're gonna be outrightly racist, just I, res- I respect that a little bit more if you maintain that. But the fact that you completely changed your bio after that within a minute or two yeah, yeah. really shows that I do, in fact, because it's always a dick measuring contest, have a much bigger dick than you. <laughs> Dude, Justin's a savage. I didn't know that. And he's still going through puberty. Yeah. Well, can you imagine when he's full grown? <laughs> yeah. The following thing, too, it doesn't necessarily equate to conversion. 
like about how much, you know, how many opportunities you get mm-hmm. or a lot of real life connections and networks and friendships, relationships are way more important. Yes. Like yes. at the end of the day, like I've seen people do so much with like 5,000 followers. Or 1,000 followers. Or 1,000 followers. 1,000 exactly. is a good number. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. It's amazing. It, thank you. It, thank you. It's more about legitimate community. Do the people that, that you know actually care? Like, do you actually know them, right? Like, I saw you, I finally met you in person after talking to you for, you know, months at yeah. the Welcome to Chinatown Agro Gala, right? Yeah. Like, and, and that's that's a real nice connection. That's why we're here talking today as friends. I think like, and, and you know, like ultimately, I've seen accounts with like, 300,000 followers, right? And I look at their engagement and no one's commenting, like there's yeah, no shares. Like, yeah, yeah. Then to be honest, you have not built a community and who knows if it's even bots or not, but like it, that's not really useful or impactful in any way. That's a good note. So if you guys are listening and you have a thousand followers like me and Ben does, then don't <laughs> feel that bad about yourself. On a serious note, that is true though. The, some of the people that I get to talk with, some of the people that I get to meet as part of this podcast, even though our numbers aren't in the six digits like you guys, sorry. One of you guys. <laughs> Sorry, Thank Justin. You. Thank That's you for sharing. Uh, meeting people, networking. A lot of times it's who you know and it's who you can introduce somebody else to. Like, how can I help you by introducing you to someone that I know that may be of uh, benefit to you, even though I would personally not benefit from that happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I do want to touch on, I'm sure a lot of people are very interested monetizing your content and all this work. Because clearly, based on the stuff that you two have talked about, you put a lot of time into it, you put a lot of work into it. Is it worth the amount of time you put into? Absolutely. I think that's always been a goal of mine. I know how much work I put into this. And I, I'm starting to learn how much value. Because in the past, I, was, I would always make a piece of content as a videographer. And it would just be free work. And so now that there's talks about monetization for the same type of work that I've been doing, yeah. it's incredible. Does it give you more, uh, more fuel to do what you do? It does in a way, yes. Because... Now that I have this platform, it's giving me different conversations and mindsets of like, where can we go from this as a business standpoint? Can I walk away from my career? Mm. You know, it definitely does help. And I want to keep pushing it while also having fun, creating these connections with people. Yeah. So, you know, my whole thing started. I was purposely doing things for free because I was doing charity. I was making art for free. For me, I just, you know, it was nice to get my art out there, but there was no expectations. And when I was making videos, it was also for free. It Mm. It was just me doing it. I didn't monetize really on videos until eventually I started selling commission art, right? And now I do a lot of like art projects, but initially all the videos are free. And I think I started monetizing on videos like five, four, four or five months ago. Monetizing in in what sense? I'm sure people are just curious. Like, yeah. You mean like from actual Instagram, TikTok, or from like the actual places that you go to? So yeah, Instagram does pay out. Like they do their reels payouts um, on videos, but I'm talking more about like brand partnerships mm-hmm. and or also like just working with restaurants on specific like type of content commission projects. And for me, the first time I was offered to do anything, like someone like DM'd me and was like, "Hey, what's your rate to like help us edit and film a video and and help us, you know, like for the restaurant?" Of, yeah, and obviously I do a lot of research, right? Like I I make sure like the story makes sense and I have the story straight and like the food I understand what's going on, but. That was like shocking to me because I was I've never been approached with this question and I've been doing everything for free. And if I take this, am I selling out? So like that was actually a huge dilemma for me because I was just confused. I was like, do I just do everything still charity, completely charitable, yeah. or do I start taking on monetized projects? Um, the answer is yes, I've started taking monetized projects. I actually talked about it on my platform on my story today. It does feel good to get rewarded on the value. Yeah, that of course. You bring. Of course. But ultimately I think what's important is like when someone hires you, are you delivering that value, eh? To them, the yeah, customer. Because I always want to make sure nothing has flopped yet, but it's like, if something were to flop, it's like, okay, now I got to do this right. Be like, are you telling an accurate story? Like, are you being transparent to people? To the to your followers. Yeah, like that, you know, you're paid on this or like, from an ethical standpoint, right? Like yeah. that, And legally. Being, yeah, legally, and legally too, right? Yeah. FTC guidelines, right? So that's still <laughs> important. Things like that, I think, are things I still try to abide by. And of course, mm. just the organic stuff. Like, I still go and pay food at my street vendors, like favorite street vendors or different street vendors I want to try around the city or restaurants. Yeah, of course. So yeah. like, I think it's a mixture of things. I'll be Johnny, like when you are offered to uh, partner up with a restaurant or a brand or something like that, does it change how you make your content? There's there's some added pressure there. Is there? Because, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of added pressure because they're trusting you to, to deliver, you know, a certain piece, whatever the deliverable is. But I try to stay true to my style. Mm-hmm. which is coming into a spot, reviewing it, and showing the best. 
And so if it's free, if I just go into a place by myself, I, I choose what I want. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I try to say like what I want, what's the best. But every time I talk to a brand or a restaurant, I, I tell them like, hey, this is the game plan. Is there anything that you want me to highlight? Is there anything that you want to promote? And so I'll try those. And I'll say most of the time I do enjoy it. So I do push it out there the same way I, I would if it was just me walking into a random spot. You have any pressure? Like if you are offered a partnership, you try the thing and it's just not to your standards. Yeah. I what think do you do at that point? That's always in the back of my head, but it hasn't happened yet. It will. It it's, will. It, I think it will. I mean, statistically, fingers it, crossed. it's got to happen at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to think about that yet because <laughs> everything's been good. But yeah, I do have to get ready for that because I know it will happen yeah. eventually. But like I said before, like I try not to highlight or not try, I try not to share negative experiences. So even if there is one negative experience, there's like so much more positive stuff that I can just push out. And that's what I try to focus on. And if anything, I'll, I'll tell the brand or whoever I'm talking to like later, hey, maybe this wasn't as good. The server oh, wasn't as good. You'll try to actually tell them. Okay. Yeah, you know, just feedback, like behind the scenes, just because I don't want to promote that on my page, mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah, so what I would like to say too is I think a lot of people generally forget food is really hard. Like food business, right? Like oh, I, yeah. I've never ran, a, I know Ben's in the food industry. I've never been in a restaurant like that, but look, we're all human. And mm. to me, a large part of food is almost a performance art. You have a chef and his line cooks and everybody in the back of house perform, performing a very high pressured deliverable. You're like chopping up, slicing, moving at a fast pace, working yeah. with fire and you're firing things up and everything's about timing and you're multitasking. That's one. So many things could go wrong in the kitchen, but these guys are professionals. These women are professionals, right? It doesn't mean they're not human. That's one. So, and of course, like the front of house people or people like their waitresses and waiters. And I'm, I'm talking about that because I think it's important to be mindful when you go to, when people go to a restaurant, especially if it's your first time, like mm -hmm. you have to give them a chance. So for example, if I am on a content gig and maybe I've tried five dishes and maybe, and no, this hasn't happened often at all. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's like five dishes and and again, this is subjective. It's me, right? And maybe one dish I was like, it wasn't that it was bad. It just, I, it didn't stand out to me as much. Maybe I don't talk about it. Yeah. Again, I try to keep it positive. Like Johnny said, I'm not here to, I don't do ratings. I think it's subjective again. Yeah. Like, you know. Ben has always said this. Like sometimes you just get a bad day. Either like the yes. chef is like sick or he's tired yes. or like the ingredients aren't that good from the sure. people that they... There is just a bad day for everything. Yeah. Every part of the supply chain could be different. And it's important to remember that because unless you're genuinely eating at this restaurant every single day, you probably don't know. And I, I'd like to say that, right? Like when I say like these ribs are like fucking amazing. That's... I had it that day and I'm just saying that. So ultimately it's about highlighting the dishes that like I like. You know, I try to be as transparent as possible, but I would never like go out of my way to be like, yeah, this is so so. Is there a long goal for all this? Johnny briefly mentioned this. Like, is there a point where I can like turn this into my full time gig? Can this support me and all my crying and all the <laughs> tissues I have to buy? Because tissues are fucking expensive, Dude, uh, especially those tissues with the moisture built into it. Those tissues are real Johnny expensive. Johnny is open to be sponsored by Kleenex, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's like his dream sponsor. Kleenex. Both of you, you have regular jobs, right? Yes. Where you're collecting yes, unemployment. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what <laughs> unemployment? <laughs> My full time job is full time in collecting unemployment checks. <laughs> Some people have that. I'm not judging. We're all no in different situations. Subjective, again, no, subjective, right? Subjective yeah. is the word today. Any long term goals, Johnny? Yes, I don't. I don't think I mentioned, but I'm a full time flight attendant. God bless your soul. <laughs> you know. Oh my God, it's crazy out there. But I I do love it because of how flexible I am. Mm -hmm. Not physically, but with the job. <laughs> yeah. So on Monday, I, I, I had a three-day trip. I was gone for three days. Prior to that, I hadn't worked for three weeks. Is that by choice or just you didn't by, have... Definitely by choice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because I, I've been so lucky to have restaurant collabs, brand partnerships within that time frame. Oh, that also took up your time. That was also making you money. So you didn't yes. feel the need to be yes. grinding at your regular job. Exactly. So it, it exceeded my income from my full-time job. Oh, for real? Yeah. In those nice. three weeks, I was like, this is crazy. And the fact that I can move my schedule around in, with this full-time job is so just out of this world. Johnny's rich, guys. I am not rich. <laughs> We're not in my house right now. We're in Johnny's house. I own Flushing. He sent the offer to me this morning. I accepted it because it was way overvalued. I was uh, like, I'll throw in some Kleenex. He actually <laughs> bought. Pie. He bought out Worst Asian Pod. He acquired Ben Steak. He was like, here, I'll take, I'll take my 112,000 followers and acquire. 
we'll do like a sub branch of you guys. Um, how Man. about you, Justin? In terms of turning yeah. this into a full time thing, I so I truthfully don't know yet. But all I know is that I have other goals and plans with like this, and and obviously part of that's just growing my platform. Um, maybe even you know hiring a team because transparently I could use some help. But also I want to like do more in in person stuff, and I want to get back to creating more art because. I just haven't had the bandwidth to create as much art as I'd yeah. like to. I do have some upcoming collaborations with legitimate food brands. As in like, sorry, not food brands. I would better say like food vendors, um, which I'm really excited for. So yeah, like in person as in like event hosting, I think it'd be really cool to... Accessibility is a huge thing. What do you mean by that? What I mean is like, look, I love food. I love learning about food, but I'm not an expert. I'm, I did not go to culinary school. Everything I've learned is from media, from reading and media. and They've welcomed me into the kitchens. They've showed me how they've made certain things, or it's it's highly interesting to me. The BTS stuff is sometimes yeah. and, more and, and interesting than the actual dishes. Sure, because what well, we all go to restaurants and see the final dish, and it's beautiful. The presentation's perfect, and we smell the senses. But like, what about the amalgamation of flavors? What about when somebody, example, like baking? Like, what if someone makes a cookie and like, how do all those flavors come together? And suddenly you have. You bring in people and you talk about it. You know, like I, I'm talking about events like that, like being inclusive. And I'm not just talking about content creators. Like obviously you guys are invited, right? But can we invite followers? Like can people that genuinely love this type of content yeah. experience that in real life? And I don't know what that's, what that's going to look like yet. That's just an example. And I, I never really thought about it. Like I've done in-person events, but they've been all art events, like the one Johnny went to. I've never really thought about doing it from like an event hosting platform. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a lot of friends in food that like haven't supported, have supported me since day one. And I, I make content just like as a friend too. And like there are ways I think that we can kind of like help uplift the community. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, while also just like meeting people because I love, I'm just like, I just like socializing. So I love meeting people and I think that would just be a great way. And, and uh, yeah, it's not been structured yet, but it's something I'm looking into. One uh, serious question to kind of like, I guess semi-serious question for like those prospective content creators, influencers, yada, yada, that are like listening to this and like that think that they can do it. Real talk. Don't just give them, just do what makes your heart happy or chase your, <laughs> chase your dream. What would you tell someone that wants to do it? Live, laugh, love. TJ Maxx. So, oh, by the way, I think I have something in the dining room that says that. No way. Yes. I'm going to leave. <laughs> no, you don't. There's no way. So um, I was talking to someone about this the other day. If you want to start something in the creative space, I, I feel like this would go with any, any industry. The first answer I gave was to stay disciplined and to have a clear goal of what you want to do, whatever that time frame is. So for me, uh, when, before I started, I studied the best, Justin. War Station Pod. Yes. I'm like, these guys are killing it. What do I do? And then I gave myself X amount of months to go as hard as I can. And I, I put out this game plan. I'm going to post, I'm going to go to like, five spots in one day that's five videos at least or maybe 10 videos if i repurpose the the video with different audio so have a game plan stay disciplined really stick to it mm. number two was be open to network network you gotta network it's that's the most important thing i've learned through all this yeah community Dude. over uh, community over competition yeah and that's what i learned through with justin like you really have to have each other's back especially with this industry like him and I, we, we help each other shoot all the time. You know, I, I give him ideas, he gives me ideas. And then he's, a, he's been a huge help. He's, he's one of those guys that really helped me from the beginning because, I mean, I jumped into this with videography experience, but I didn't know the market. I didn't know anything about Justin, food. Justin, he's the reason why you're here today. Really? Yeah, he yeah. really is. I didn't want you here. Yeah, I he wanted just, to go to yeah. the best Asian one. The best one, but, Asian one. <laughs> but <laughs> now we're here. So he told me, he told me he, it'd be sick to do a podcast. And I was like, yo, well, let me ask. And, and that's the thing, right? It's funny, full cycle. We, we started talking about like followers in the beginning. Like yeah. for me, it's just like I knew Johnny was going to get here pretty fast. Mm -hmm. So like it's no surprise to me. I didn't believe it. And it just for me, like it doesn't even bother me. Really. Yeah. And, and and for me, it's like, all it's done is like, oh, yeah, sure. I obviously want to get to six figures. That'd be great. It'd be quite an achievement. Yeah. But it, for me, it's like, I'm really blessed to be like sitting right under 80. Like mm -hmm. the fact that 80,000 people care is just kind of like, yeah. yo, why do you care about me? <laughs> you know? Even if like a fraction of them actually do care. It, yes. That's that, a lot of fucking people. That's right? insane. Yeah. And also, like, if a small fraction just go to this restaurant, that actually helps them, right? Mm -hmm. Huge help. Yeah. 
uh before we get to the ranting and raving part do you guys have anything that you want to plug that's coming up yeah so i'm super excited because i mentioned um you know i'm trying to do more art stuff Mm -hmm. in december with the holidays two really great small businesses best damn cookies Best damn cookies. Okay. They make incredible cookies, right? <laughs> That's the name. Yeah, it, it's the opposite of worst Asian pod because they're actually best at what they do. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Technically, I'm slightly offended because when, <laughs> when people come into this podcast, they have low expectations. That's the whole fucking <laughs> shtick, okay? When you name something the worst of anything, like if I am the worst eating New York, I am the worst hungry artist. Then people are like, oh. This is better Yo, than what I thought. New content series, Worst Eats of New York. Hey, yeah. thanks for that, man. We're probably going to get to 500K for that. I'll take 10% the off of that. The gum on the street, Worst Eats of New York. I'll take 10% off of that. <laughs> I'm just joking, though. Obviously, I love Worst Asian Podcast, which what is why saying? I'm here. But no, they, they, they're very obviously, they're saying, because they make um, cookies of premium ingredients, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, and they've been friends for a long time. So them and Ali's Banana Bread, um, she's also great. Ali's awesome. Sweet. And you, John, you said you have the YouTube thing coming up. Is the first video releasing soon or are you going to start producing for it soon? Yes. First production, first episode will be filmed and shot tomorrow. And it's going to be what I initially did first with Instagram, like the the Chinese spots, like the top three Chinese spots that really blew up my channel or my my page and people really enjoyed. But like I said earlier, long form. Right. I'm going to go deep dive. I'm going to interview people. Why they like it, why they're spending 30 minutes in line in 20 degree weather for this pork over rice. So I want to go into that deep story, but that's really it. Johnny Eats NYC. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, that's my YouTube name. That's also my Instagram name. But other than that, just, just keep grinding, just keep working. I'd like to plug someone else. So like Vinny, who was here earlier, but then dipped <laughs> before the actual <laughs> yes. recording. Um, I didn't jacket. mention this, but we are live in Studio One, aka my living room. I have the pleasure of having both these two guys here, but they also brought their friend Vinny along. How much shit do you want to talk about, Vinny? How much time do we have? We can spend a lot of time with Vinny, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm mostly good, but go ahead. Uh, go I just want I just want to shout him out because he's like so helpful. He is first off, he doesn't talk about it, but he's a very talented photographer. That's mm-hmm. one. What's his handle? At NYC Food Games. Okay. And uh, he does a lot of the filming for us. And like we said, it takes a community. Like we need help, right? And he yeah. comes and obviously he enjoys the food. He he loves just filming, but without him, like it would have to be someone else but he he's so always down to like travel right yeah. and we collaborate with him a lot so i just want to make sure that he's getting the credit that he deserves because he does a lot for us on to my favorite segment of the whole podcast ranting and raving this is where me and normally ben and today with johnny and justin we're going to be bitching about something shitty in our lives um pools I have a pool in my backyard. It's an above ground pool, so uh-huh. it's not that fancy. But my rant is this. Every time I cover up my pool with this giant tarp, no matter what I fucking do, if it rains heavily, water starts pooling up. And every time it rains, I know I have to go outside to my backyard. I have to siphon off the water from the pool cover and everything. Yo, you people that own pools, someone solved this problem for me because I've been told that I need to put a giant balloon underneath the middle of the pool so that the tarp is elevated so the water can trickle off to the sides. I tried it. Didn't work. <laughs> I put 10 balloons underneath. My pool tarp looks like a teenager that's going through puberty with acne all over his face. It's so bumpy <laughs> right now. And it, instead of one large puddle, I have like a bunch of small puddles on my tarp now. It's a serious question. Important question. Are we invited to the pool party in the summer? Oh, yes, dude. I want to come to this barbecue. Can I come? Uh, if Justin invites you to it, yo, it's, it's actually that's, that's uh, why I'm here. It's actually <laughs> like a hundred thousand followers and under. Ah, oh, damn. Yes, yes. So yes. I got to make sure I don't like grow too fast. <laughs> just trickle, just trickle. Can I, I force unfollow people? Because I really <laughs> want to go to this barbecue. I, I think mean, you, you could have to do it twelve thousand times. That sounds like a pain. Sucks 12, to be you. 12, <laughs> How about you guys? Do you guys have anything you want to vent about? Completely unrelated. I want to do both actually. Okay. Can I bitch and rave? Go for it. Okay, guys. When you go to a restaurant <laughs> and you want to eat. Yes, that's right. what you do at the restaurant. Right, you go to eat to the restaurant, right? And you're curious what's being offered. What do you do? What's the first thing you do? Ask for the specials or yeah, ask for the menu? ask for recommendations, right? Right, and then maybe look at the menu, right? Yes, yes, yeah, there's, sure. There's yes. a menu there, right? <laughs> yes. Any restaurant, there's a fucking menu, right? Why the hell people come in the plane every time? This is just no fear. Oh, this is a flight attendant. Yep, plot twist. I thought it was, it's a at plot first twist, I was guys. like, wait, are you coming at the restaurant? Me too. No. I don't want to be associated no, 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 with that. I'm just connecting it because tra- it, it'll make sense, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Drop a bombshell to the <laughs> No, no. It'll make sense. When you go on a flight, there's obviously service. You get drinks. There's food sometimes. There's snacks. Mm-hmm. 
There's also a menu. I don't know if a lot of people don't know this. It's common knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> right. Please, thank you. There's a there's a whole ass menu in the plane, whether it's physical or digital. We're moving towards digital, but there's a there's a fucking menu. Every time, bro, there's just no fail. We go in the cart and I get asked, what do you have? <laughs> 500 times a day. I'm just like, man, is this, is this what I want to do for the rest <laughs> of my life? And, it's, and then they're just like, I just want water. After you name everything on the list, uh, I'll take a water. Oh, uh, yeah. The, Dude, the real question is, Justin, have you been that person to ask what do you have? I was going to say, I was going to interject and be like, I have definitely asked that, but I do. Me too. I do you look guys. at the menu. Oh, but uh, I think what happens is like I, I end up not realizing the cart's coming down. I'm just like focused on my movie or whatever or music, and then they go like, "Oh, can we get you a beverage or a snack?" And I'm like, uh, "Sure, what do you?" Have? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. You know what about? this sounds like? This, <laughs> this sounds like a Seinfeld, like a Seinfeld episode. I could see that being like a Larry David. Jerry, I was on the train. I was on the plane, <laughs> and this guy kept asking, "What do you have?" <laughs> exactly oh man what's your go-to response though you literally just named the whole menu well i have to (laughs) oh i have to it's it's part of the job you know i mean like the worst part is i'm glad to tell you but then they're just so shook and don't know what's going on panic mode i'll have a water (laughs) i'm like i just took panic mode mode. and i have to do it again for the guy in front of you because his headphones are on and he's not listening that's adjusted right there with his headphones um, when there's service when you see that cart coming through the way yeah that means there's something happening. <laughs> maybe, maybe, like you said, take your headphones out. Especially if we're trying to talk to you. The amount of times I've had staring contests with people because <laughs> they can't hear me. And they're just like this. They're looking up. And then they finally take it off and they're like, what? <laughs> I'm just like, I, I do a lot of staring contests. Oh, so, so now we know Johnny's responsible for like those like low reviews. Like, yo, I had the worst service yeah, ever at this airline. <laughs> it's Johnny. It was actually me. Yeah. Johnny works for Spirit Airlines. The oh, worst, the worst airline. Spirit. Spirit. Very grateful for Spirit, but it's... <laughs> um, shout out to Spirit. If we ever want to get sponsored by yeah. Spirit. Oh, yeah. Want... I'm still down. Uh, I'm still down Spirit. <laughs> Wait. Worst podcast? Worst airline? Oh. That kind of works. Oh, that kind of works. I mean, fuck. I'll take free flights. I'll... <laughs> yeah. Tell me you would not take a free flight if it's bad service. No, I would. St- I would. I mean, you would still take it. If it's bad service. Like, I'd you be would... like, I'd be like, yo, Spirit's pretty dope, right? Like, we got, <laughs> <laughs> yo, we got a seat. And the plane took off, and, and we only arrived five hours late. But we That's were like it. sort of in the right city. We were in the yeah. adjacent city. It's we all were good. so close. Yeah. I was supposed to be in the West Coast. They brought me to the Midwest, but it's still on the West Side, right? <laughs> it's so more it's west than where I was. <laughs> How about you, Justin? You got so in the bedroom of Vendor Yeah, I just thought about it i guess like i'm turning 30 next month oh fuck you're so young yeah I, I guess so but like i've just noticed like you you've noticed aging right and then i like notice it and i'm just you know i used to be able to i guess with the food stuff like, i'm mad skeptical of your rant because you're talking to someone that's older than you and probably has a worse back but please go well please i'm just go. saying like with food <laughs> i used to be able to crush everything and just oh. eat everything without okay. any repercussions and now see, that's see. that asian gene in your ears and now it's like you know uh, organically everyone gets more, more lactose intolerant as they get older scientifically <laughs> okay. proven is it okay. really yeah because we're oh. the only species that eat that drinks and consumes a different species milk no one like goats have goat milk cows have cow milk but huh. we have cow milk i thought he meant asians i don't know why <laughs> oh no I sorry like, i meant as a species as a human <laughs> race <laughs> no Jesus. i meant as a human race <laughs> if you're italian this doesn't happen to you i'm Please sorry skip. yeah <laughs> just asian oh, milk. great to know that's hungry new york <laughs> scientist right here Again, please, please. if I'm wrong and, and there's science to back that I'm wrong, let me know. But that's what I've heard scientifically that we're the only species. So like, and obviously yes, Asian diet, we don't have it. But yeah. I was able to crush, like I love cheese and I love dairy and I, I crush all types of it. But now like I actually have to manage it. Do you and have that, to take those pills for people that are lactose intolerant? Oh, lact- so, so my wife is lactose intolerant. She takes lactate. Oh, wow. But I don't. But I'm just saying like, this shit sucks now. Because I'm just like, damn, like I am getting older because... I can't do what I once did, and and I understand everybody goes through this, but it's yeah. frustrating for me. It's gonna suck because I'm sure you're gonna be introduced or given like a lot of dairy content to consume. Sure, sure. you should reach out to lactate soon. Then yeah. No, so one thing I do want to do is lactate. Lactate the milk, or is that the pill that you the take? Pill. That's they, the pill. It's both. Actually. They do both. They do both. They do lactate. The uh, same company. Yeah, yeah they smart. do a lot. Smart. Bro, I'm so cynical. It's like a company introducing a problem and then introducing a solution to the problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow they like made us worse. And like, here, guys, just take this pill. Take well, this. well, the milk they provide is dairy free, lactose free. Yeah, yeah, lactose free. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, lactose free. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I guess that's not like super aggressive rate. But, I mean, rant, but it kind of sucks. And 
I guess like just about raving, I just think life's been pretty sweet. You overall. don't have to rave. I always just bitch. No, I just <laughs> think life is pretty awesome. I mean, for me, like I think things have been going well. I yeah. mean, you know, I got married in June. Like it's going well so far. And my condolences. <laughs> yeah, I'm married, dang, by the way. I can say Whoa. this. Yeah. My condolences. Yeah, but you know, like it's my been going wife hates well. it when I say that. By the way, she's like, "I'm gonna fucking slap you." <laughs> oh, say that one more time. <laughs> Stop saying that to everyone. My oh, condolences. <laughs> No, it's That's funny. Good. It's funny. And I feel like life's going pretty swell overall. Like family's healthy, friends are healthy and happy. And Too the food stuff's going well. So optimistic. Also, I can be optimistic, guys. It's just that, that whole what do you have and staring contest thing <laughs> really gets me. Okay, guys, we are at the outro right now. We do this at the end of every outro. We like to highlight a small API business. So if you're a small API human being with a small API business, reach out to me and Ben on Instagram, uh, free of charge, no compensation, yada, yada. Not Panda Express, not anything large like that. But if you have a small business, reach out to me. We'll gladly give you a shout out on the podcast, help amplify your platform, maybe get you one more purchase, get you one more click on your webpage. Whatever we can do, small little bit, okay? Um, I want to give a shout out to Phoebe over at Jiffy Boba. That's jiffyboba.com. Um, 26 years old. That's technically a Gen Zer, right? Yeah. Is it? Uh, it's a little millennial. It's a, it's, she's in the gray area. She's in the gray area. Yeah, okay. limbo. Yeah. Doing great things with her life. It is actually a boba where it contains a lot of collagen. Do you guys know what collagen does? It's good for skin care. That's all I got. I, my girlfriend uses that stuff. But collagen is good for skin. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what are, is it joints too? You're thinking of glucosamine. What? So basically, if you guys have a bad skin or you want to get some better skin and you want to get caffeinated at the same time on Boba, please check them out. That's jiffyboba.com. They send these kits over to your place. That sounds great. I love Boba. Yeah, I want better skin and run fast. (laughs) Caffeine (laughs) will make you run fast. Yeah. And (laughs) collagen will make you look good when you're running really fast. Oh, that's great. I got to go there. So check them out, jiffyboba.com. You can also find them on social media. Same exact thing, jiffyboba, okay? Uh, Next, I want to give a shout out to Barcuterie boards. Now you guys are in food. You know what a charcuterie yes, board charcuterie. is. Cheese and cured meats. Yes. Can you yes. guess what a barcuterie board is for? It has booze, alcohol, a bark like a dog. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's for dogs. oh barcuterie! I, I heard. I heard bar. So if, if you're a pet owner, if you're a dog owner, it's barcuterie board. That's b a r k u t e r i e boards.com, and that is created by Amanda. They have things like fish, shrimp. Bison, tuna, duck. Some of the stuff looks like I could probably eat it. Yeah, so, I mean, I like bison. That sounds good. Mm. I want the shrimp. You want? You can take the bison. Yeah. I'll take. Yeah, bison's a gaming meat. Delicious though. From the sound of it, you guys are going to leave none for the actual dog. No. Well, so please get yourself two <laughs> barcuterie boards. One for the actual pet owners and one for the dog itself. Okay, so check them out. That's barcuterieboard.com. They're also on social media. It's at the exact same thing. And uh, tell Amanda that we sent you over there. There is no promo code. Just tell her we, we sent you over there. <laughs> Um, I want to thank Johnny and Justin for invading my home today. Very nice home to invade. I would love to do it again when you're not home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. You guys had a good time? Yeah, it yeah, was amazing, yeah. time. This is great. overdue. Yeah, thank you for having us. This and, was a blast. And your first podcast, right? First podcast. Fair Ooh. enough. And the best podcast. And the best. See, it's not this as bad is- as people think it is. It's all uh, like, a, like a ploy. <laughs> you got me. My first, the best, worst podcast. <laughs> you're stuttering it's i enjoyed not genuine. it genuine it's fake i enjoyed it very much <laughs> you, i enjoyed it this was I enjoyed nice it. i will be back <laughs> scroll, scroll up again i will come back good times <laughs> where can the internet find you guys i am we primarily go with on the most followers first so johnny justin are we talking about tiktok you have more tiktok followers than he does i only have like a hundred you do yeah he's like thirty thousand. well he, he just started and he might go off and it might think same thing might no, happen. It's, it's small it's we'll see. It's before we'll puberty. Have a it's it's before puberty. It's before puberty, and it's cold outside. Yeah. It's small. <laughs> yeah. And you just came out of the pool. It came out. Yeah, dude. That's how oh, small I am. Yes. <laughs> Handle is Johnny Eats NYC all throughout the board. Again, YouTube is coming soon. Very excited for that. Long form content, more storytelling, and highlighting the best of any restaurants that I come with. So. Nice. And you, Justin? Yeah, Justin. Nice to meet everybody again. And it's at Hungry Artist NY on Instagram and TikTok. I also run a website named HungryArtistNY.com that's devoted to the art that I make and merchandise. And yeah, just you know, highlighting different small businesses, local businesses, and just food in general, specifically mostly in New York City. Appreciate everybody's support. 
I will have links to every single thing that I talked about today downstairs, downstairs, down in the box below. <laughs> Not in my basement. Please don't go to my basement to look to look for these links, okay? That would be very odd. <laughs> but down in the box below, guys. Um, stay tuned. You can stay up to date with what Ben and I do on a regular basis by visiting www.worstagentpod.com. I have links to all the links to everything else. I have links to all the links to everything else. We were talking for way too fucking long today. <laughs> you can also give us more than a thousand followers by following us on social media at Worst Asian Pod. Are both of you following? Yeah. Are yes. you sure? I think so. Well, let's check right now. Wait. I know. I know. I know. I follow. I, I can't sure speak I for Johnny. I'm just Mr. 112,000. <laughs> okay. Now I'm getting nervous. I'm going to end said up. I think so. That was a very confident. Johnny's movie. looking on his phone right now. I'm going to end up in the basement. Hold on. Wait. I, I gotta see. Worse, I got it. Yo, come on, following. Oh, he's following. That's on my burner account. I don't know. He's <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> burner account. No, no. On behalf of Johnny, Justin, myself, we'll catch you guys next week. Later, Peace. guys.